if you guys noticed. That's our new theme song. That's a theme song, Motherfuckers. It's so good. It is by Tower Defense. Tower Defense. It has cat references in it and our slogan. What I really love about this this new theme is that uh, the, the writer, Sarah, yeah, she, gets it. She gets she knows, it. She knows. She knows. Wrote she knows. it in like 30 minutes. Beautiful. Uh, if you want to submit a theme song, you can. Yes, please do. Go to hotminute.com contact. It's going to ask you to submit a, a name to the Bago Hotties. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also just say, hey, I'd like to record a song. Here's the link, I guess. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know however it happens. Just get us one of the songs. Do it. And you can do it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We're, oh, yeah. We're at Hot That's Minute fun. Page. We're on Twitter at Hot Minute. Mm-hmm. I'm Jamie, by the oh, way. Oh, God, I'm Ashley. And this is Hot Minute yeah, Podcast. Jesus. I Here mean, we go. whatever. Oh, episode uh, five. Yes. We were told this is a landmark. I guess. Uh, I have a beer. Yeah, me too. Cheers. Clink. Yeah, so we're really excited to be here. And as we've been doing for the past five episodes, we've been starting with apologies. And I feel like, Ashley, I listened to the last podcast. Do you have anything to apologize for? No, absolutely not. Nothing. Shocker. Mm -mm. Really shocking. What about you? Ashley feels no remorse. Oh, no. Honestly, I will say for the last podcast, like, I was on point. Everything yeah, I said no, was everything, hilarious. <laughs> everything we said in our last episode about was cartoons true. was true and accurate, mm-hmm. and I'm not ashamed, and I don't have, Mm-mm. again, nothing to apologize for. Yeah, me for. either. Um, I will say, though, that I would like to apologize for something, because I feel like we can do this, and yeah. we should. From the very, very first episode, I was crushing on um, Rami Malek. Yeah. Who is on Mr. Robot. At that time, I had not seen an episode of Mr. Robot. I had just watched my boyfriend <laughs> work from home and watch Mr. Robot while I was also working from home, maybe working a little bit harder because I was a little distracted by the TV. (laughs) Um, I also have ADD, whatever, but undiagnosed. It's fine. Uh, I'm fine. But I've since now started watching Mr. Robot. In earnest. In earnest. So... You can ask me. Um, what? Who? What are you? Who are you crushing on this week, Jamie? I'm crushing on Rami Malek. Oh my again. god! No kidding! Oh yes, my god! Rami yes, Malek. Rami <laughs> Malek of the show, Mister Robot. Yes. Okay. And tell me more. Dior model, Rami Malek. Oh no shit! Oh damn! That sounds. That makes sense. Look it up. We'll that put it on sense. Instagram. Ooh, his jaw. I talked about the jaw last time. I talked about his little bug eyes. I talked about his small <laughs> body. I've since now watched every episode, and I've seen Ooh, his booty. His... Seen his butt. His Dior, doesn't he look What's fast? Yeah, he's really good looking in that he's kind of ugly. Yeah. He is great. He looks, yeah. oh my God, this is handsome. It's like, you know, he looks like a cartoon worm who's going to yeah. like teach you a lesson. I was about to say he looks like a goddamn mantis that yes. is about to like teach me how to like ratify a bill. He is some kind of bug who will make you learn. Yes, and I want to <laughs> fuck it. I want to fuck that bug. <laughs> like, the, like a green caterpillar wearing like a motorboard. With, I was like, about to say motorboard. Yeah, or like, did yeah. I say motorboard? Yeah. <laughs> well, he can motorboat me in that mortarboard. Uh, Rami no. Malik. He looks, he's so cute. And I will say, I really enjoy the show. It can be a little over the top, it, but um, it looks beautiful. Also, the creator is dating Emmy Rossum, which I find that's interesting, or married to her or something, which I made her like immediately cooler to me. I said that was interesting, but I don't it's mean not, that. I don't I mean know. it is. It's not interesting at all. Ash. Do you have anything more to say about Rami? No, Malik? I'm done. I just, okay. I just really wanted to say that, like, I'm genuinely crushing on him now. For real, it's really, yeah. I've looked up erotic fan fiction. There's no new ones. Missed op, <laughs> missed op. Don't agree with a lot of the pairings that they are. It's just, I'm like, 
I have half a mind to just do my own. I think you would be great at it. I think the worm thing's interesting. I think you would be great at it. What if you could you could <laughs> we mix get a so many different kinds? You could get, you could put some like vor in oh, there. Oh fuck yeah! So <laughs> Rami Malik and I go to Tijuana where we get a bottle of classic tequila azul, <laughs> and it is has a worm in it. And then he, we drink a lot. He morphs into the worm. Yes. We learn a lesson. We you fuck. drink the yeah. worm, and that is a thing. And then, like, the yeah. worm. It, this is all I know about, like, internet sex writing, is you would drink the worm, and you would get pregnant via the worm. No, no. See, I don't read ones where people do pregnant. Okay. <laughs> like, Garfield? Like, mostly I know I know a lot about, like, pregnant Garfield. She reads Garfield's. a lot of normal. <laughs> I, read a lot of, like, I read a lot of Garfield slash fic. Uh, <laughs> Odie and John go oh on a my wild God. adventure. Of yeah. course, yeah. That's um, what it's for. The if they're cartoons, it's okay to talk about BCL. <laughs> That's what we learned last week. So, Ashley, who are you crushing on? Uh, in a way, the, the Rami Malik of the 90s, uh, John Leguizamo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, read, I read this really, really, really good interview. Okay, do you read? Are you guys, have you guys ever heard of the magazine GQ? Because mm. let me tell you. They're really Is it fucking. About guns? It's it's gentlemen's quarterly, oh. and every fucking GQ interview with a celebrity lately has been exceedingly good. Every Is it Katie celebrity. Weaver? This one was not. I love her. No, I don't know who. I did not check the author of this piece, but he was just giving the lowdowns like, "Hey, what's John Leguizamo up to today?" Number one, let's. Let's reflect back on what we know about John Leguizamo, mm-hmm. especially in the 90s. And that is that he was beautiful. Yeah. Super oh, no. fucking hot. Romeo super, and Juliet. Yes. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. Who was he? I wrote it down. He was, he was uh, Tybalt. Tybalt. That's Tybalt right. Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet. He was uh, He was in Summer of Sam. Oh, he, that movie was so good. I only I watched thought. it once. And I remember he was like my favorite part in it. It was very intense. In it. Yeah. It was, that was a movie I watched. It was very age inappropriate for me to be same, watching it. Same. Same. Yeah. I watched like every Spike Lee movie. Movie I've ever seen I saw when I was like 14 which yeah. feels not smart <laughs> uh, but that's my parents fault for letting me have HBO right. and my well, bedroom uh, he was also in Wong Fu I could talk I could do, a Wong whole, Fu. could do a whole episode about that mm. film can we do an episode where we talk about Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmore, and... Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? Yes, you yes. knew I was about to I say that. I knew exactly what you were going to do. Oh, yes, we should have a double a double header. That's what that means. Ah! Sports terms, it means talking about drag queen movies. How fun. Uh, anyway, he's just super hot and great, and right now he's he's he wants to do... He's, taking a, he's a stage actor a lot. Interesting. And that's how he got his start, really, in a lot of ways. Okay. I, I don't know most of his career. Fucking Toulouse-Lautrec and Moulin Rouge. He was fucking Toulouse-Lautrec and like, Moulin Rouge. Like, somehow you care about him. He, because he's hot. Yeah. And Toulouse-Lautrec was not as hot as John Leguizamo. God, no. Well, Absolutely not. I mean, probably not. <laughs> is Toulouse-Lautrec, is, is he the one that went he's to, like, Polynesia? St- or is that? <laughs> I don't know. My one art hit- art history class that I vaguely remember from like nine Literally, years ago. All I know about France, besides what I'm going to talk about today later, spoiler alert, is from Moulin Rouge. <laughs> okay, you know what though? That's a great segue, actually, Jamie. So France, Moulin yeah. Rouge, Toulouse Lautrec. Yeah. Who who else is French that maybe <laughs> that maybe you want to like deep dive discuss today? So, um, Albert Camus. I don't know anything about Albert Camus, and I'm so pleasantly surprised that this is your choice. (laughs) Well, so I really thought about it. So I, you know, I'm busy. I have shit to do. And I was like, God, what am I going to talk about this week? I don't know. Like Heidi Montag. I don't know. What am I? Who is this? I don't know. Kylie Jenner, maybe. 
I don't know. And then I was like, you know what? We talk about entertainers a lot. Mm-hmm. And five episodes in, I want to set a precedent. We're going to talk about all kinds of shit on this podcast. That's true. And so I was like, who is hot that has affected my life? And I landed on, you know, French philosopher Albert Camus. Now he's Algerian. He's like French Algerian. Um, he died in 1960, so he's like old as fuck. Like he's dead, <laughs> super dead. Yeah. Um, like he, you know, he's like alive during World War One. World War One. I came to talk, which is just <sighs> that so was literally hot. a century ago, right? Isn't that crazy? Um, so what I love about him is that when I was a freshman in college, <laughs> I had to take a class where I had to read the book The Stranger, and it changed my life. It really? genuinely changed, genuinely changed my life. I literally had been like a crazy Christian <laughs> shocking like oh you seem unstable and weird that's really interesting to yeah. me because I never knew you I never knew this part of your life yeah so I was like very Christian because I really liked structure from the ages of like 14 to 18 like came to it of my own volition volition um in a very like genuine way and was pretty obnoxious I'm sure but actually was like Sort of like a proto-hipster Christian, which is terrible. If teenage Christians aren't obnoxious, you're either failing at being a teenager or being a a Christian. Christian. Right, yeah. So, like, I was like a skater for Christ, you know? (laughs) That King of the Hill episode. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, So when I got to college, I read literally one book that my boyfriend... (laughs) The first book. (laughs) The first book at Liberal Center University. I was in college for an hour and I sucked a dick and read The Stranger (laughs) and I was like, oh, man, what's up, y'all? Oh, also the first time I ever did any drug was an accident and I was at a literature and writing society meeting and someone was passing around what I, I was like cigars are so bad and then it went around like three times and I was like why are they passing the cigar in a circle and then I was like why am I seeing demons it was dipped PCP. it was dipped yeah. in PCP yeah oh, I, yeah, yeah Ashley says She's knowingly like, Today, yeah right? oh my god um I was one yeah. time I smoked opium by mistake oh and my it god. was awesome I did bath salts <laughs> I, you know what? It actually wasn't a mistake. I kind of knew that's what it was. And I was like, oh, I didn't even realize. I just, I definitely didn't know that mine was bath salts, but I didn't know that it, I knew that it was something not good. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, back to the topic at hand. So I read this book and first of all, it's just, it's beautifully written, even translated, you know, because a lot of things like, I don't know if you've ever read novels that are translated from another language, but the whole reason I've never read Don Quixote is because I don't speak Spanish or read Spanish. So it's like, you know, there's things are clunky. It's lost in translation. The, and I wish I had the copy, but the translation that I read, it was literally the first book that I'd ever read in my life. Where I had like I could like taste and smell things as I read it. I, oh, I had a very that's like beautiful. yeah, I had a very like visceral reaction. Also, the plot revolves. I mean, really, essentially, the plot revolves around. Um, I mean, I won't get into no, it. I mean, in I know absolutely yeah. nothing. So blank slate. So the plot, and I did very little research. This is all just from my, <laughs> my PCP'd out memory. <laughs> um, so the plot is about a man that murders an Arab in the desert. I don't know if you ever heard the yeah yeah Smith whatever. Um, so this man murders another guy, and you know it could just be basically about like oh, did he just committed a murder and like what's going to happen to him? But the whole thing is is essentially about like how he res- 
he's more he's less on trial for the murder that he committed and he's on trial and being put on trial for his mother also dies mm-hmm. in between like all of these other things happening. His mom dies and he's it's a lot. Yeah, I know. A lot to deal with. No wonder he killed somebody. Um but he kills someone and he's on he's on basically trial for not responding to his mom's death appropriately. Less so oh. than he is even for like this horrible thing that he did. And so, so that really it's struck- like society. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like philosophy, but it was like a book. So it's fun. So I was like, that's cool. So then I read so then I was like, I like Camus. He's a good writer. Ugh. Gate, talk about gateway drugs. <laughs> then I read The Myth of Sisyphus, which is an excellent book. I highly recommend anyone read it. And it literally changed my life. I am um, familiar with the actual literal Greek myth of right. Sisyphus, which is one of my favorites. So Camus' whole thing is... <laughs> this is the best. Um, so Camus' whole thing is philosophy of the absurd. So he's kind of... the. A side note, side real thing that I love about him, too, is that he, like a lot of these other philosophers are like, I'm an existentialist. I'm a this. I'm a that. He was sort of labeled things, but rejected a lot of the labels, which I also liked about him. I get that. Yeah. But rejected labels. But the 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 book is about uh, absurdism. And I actually like copy and pasted this very concise description. And the definition, as he says it, is we will never find in life itself the meaning that we want to find. So his whole thing, and the thing that like literally was like, Jesus sucks. <laughs> Not really. Jesus is fine, actually. Um, is that if we're alive on the earth, which is fucking crazy, and we have no control over it, why don't we want to just commit suicide? Why wouldn't we just like yeah. give up and commit suicide? So that's his whole yeah. hit the whole basis of not this book. But I mean, a lot of it's a really good question, isn't it? And it like blew my my little tiny pea brain. And he's like, "Why don't you just blow your brains out? Like, if life is, I mean, the world is stupid." Sisyphus is ro- so the analogy is Sisyphus rolls a rock up a hill. This is inherently an absurd thing to mm-hmm. do. We view this as like him stuck in this like perpetual misery. But what if? He's embracing like absurd, like he the 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 absurd, like he's he's just trying to find. Maybe he found meaning Which in this activity. Was, is it a never-ending hill, or does it roll back down? It rolls again? back down. Yeah, so yeah. he pushes the rock up the hill, and then it rolls right back down. Yeah. And so, for all time, like we view this as like this this sort of feudal thing that it's like, oh God, he's this sort of tragic figure. But Camus like, no, he's like the ultimate like absurd hero. hero yeah, in that. What it, and so his whole thing is like, imagine if the dude was just fucking like happy. Like you don't know. What if he's just that, happy I know, doing I think it? About that all and the so time. life is us just we're just rolling a fucking rock up a hill. It's gonna roll right I mean, back it's fucking just sort down of like on the you. Wheel of fortune, right? Yeah. Like you're just a spoke. Sometimes you're right. on the top. Sometimes you're on the bottom. Right. You gotta just embrace the fucking right. wheel. Exactly. That's it. That's all it that's is, it. man. And so that's his whole philosophy. And so the other quote that I love that I was finding, uh, Camus was irreligious. And I don't. Oh, what? 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 A Frenchman. Irreligious. No I know. Kidding. I know. Isn't that weird? Shock. But he said, "I do not believe in God, and I am not an atheist." And I just think that's just such a. Like, oh, okay. Fuck you. I mean, I get it, but I also like that. I love it, but, but that's also, sassy. No, it. I know he does. A, he's French, so he does a lot of like, really <laughs> sassy shit. There's also like tons of quotes. Like if you go dig in, like he and Sartre had like kind of a a weird. Uh, I'm not. I'm just gonna quote this. Just do it. Just, do just, it. just. I just pointed at you. Camus can do, but Sartre is smarter. I disagree. Um, no, I don't actually. I like Scooby I like Doo can do do, <laughs> but Jimmy Carter is smarter. Um, yeah, so I think that he's really hot. 
physically all, too. Physically, he's very attractive. Yeah. The other thing I love about him is that he wanted to be like a soccer player in his youth, but he got tuberculosis, which is <laughs> so. I shouldn't have laughed, you know, but that so was oh my fucking God. like turn of the century French guy I of him. Don't wish that. So on then he became anyone. a philosopher because that's what you do in like. Algeria. I can't imagine why a little boy who wanted to be a soccer player and then got fucking sick and couldn't play grew up to be a man who's like, what's the point what's of the life? Point? And isn't everything right. absurd? Isn't everything yeah. absurd? Hmm. But also, like, why don't I just, you know, not kill myself? Like, there's got to be something out there. And my favorite thing about him is just sort of like, you don't even need to know what it is. Like, you don't need, like, exist- he, he, he was labeled an existentialist, but he was like, no, they're trying to, like, actively find what the meaning is. And he's like, I'm just saying, like, just roll the rock, I, man. I stop, stop fucking shitting around. Roll the, fine. roll the rock. Yep, he's Sign. Yep. Sign and cosine. Um, and what else? Hold on. He rejected nihilism, so that's what I just said. Like, which I love because he's just like, I'm not saying that I'm like some like militant atheist or like a nihilist. I'm just like those Whatever. people are boring. Uh-huh. I'm gonna super oh, editorialize the, oh, the absolute worst people and i find them very facile mm. and banal and you heard that feel... you heard that anyway he's a very yeah. hot guy um but yeah uh, won the nobel prize for in, when he was 44 is he, is he the first nobel laureate on a hot minute, <laughs> to make I, a hot minute I don't know we did talk about bruno mars was he one i mean not yet <laughs> you know he's and, he's only like 30 and i think i want to say and i actually didn't write this down but i think that the second youngest was rudyard kipling who's like a misogynist and like a rudyard racist kipling. He's like uh, the white man's burden uh, kipling uh, yeah uh, so anyway Young guy. So to end on Camus, he died in a car accident tragically in 1960. But listen to how fuck. Hold on. I I took a screenshot of this so I could read it because this person said it better than I will. Camus died as the passenger in a car that crashed into a tree in the French town of Villeblevre. (laughs) The author had originally intended to take a train with his wife and children, but he spontaneously accepted his publisher, Michel (laughs) Guillemot's proposal to travel in his car. There would be no return journey. Inside Camus' pocket was the unused train ticket, ticket <laughs> signifying the road not taken. Oh, uh, yeah. Or just like a dude you m- know, made a mistake. Car travel is just not safe. It certainly wasn't fucking safe in 1960. They were both chain smoking. They didn't have seatbelts on. <laughs> what? what <laughs> they were 19. They were drunk. Have like, you ever were seen they, like? Oh, wait, the, well, I actually don't know where they. Have drunk. you ever? That's not true. <laughs> no, That's not true. I don't know why I said that. Have you ever that. seen the picture of the, the? I don't know why I'm laughing. The car James Dean drove in, and I'm like, no shit. I thought you were going to talk in. about Jane Mansfield. No, oh, car. oh, we. That's a whole other. We could do death. a celebrity car. We could talk about Mariska Harkin. Mariska Hargitay was in the car. I know. I know. And the dog. There was a dog. There was a dog. Anyway, um, <laughs> but what I will say is he's really hot. I'm not a Christian because of him, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, no. But I, but I don't. But I'm not like hateful. I'm not an atheist. No. I, don't care. I feel. I think. I don't. I, think, I don't have to know. I think. The, I've. I just. This is an anecdotal observation, but I find that really people who had. Attractive. I find that people who had really difficult childhoods in religion when they lose it are the angriest about but it. But I'm not angry. And so and exactly. It's of, yeah. It's because of him. Yeah. I'm not angry. I'm just like you know what. You know I'm what? not gonna blow my brains out just, today. Just, just keep shoving that rock shoving up the mountain. That damn rock. Just like an ant. Just imagine that. You know, dance that's doing it. Fine. That's anyway, it. Anyway, so that's really hot to me. Um, I, he also, hot. if you just Google pictures of him, great 
great jackets. Always chain smoking. It's great. Yeah, I I did some preliminary Google image searches, not on his like life or works or philosophies or intellect, but I did look at pictures of him and womp womp cheated on his wife a lot. Shock French philosopher. philosopher? Gasp. Shock with with like a Spanish um, film. Did he star? I was just rewriting his death history. It's like maybe his wife was like maybe you should go ride with your publicist, and me and Renee will take the train by ourselves. (laughs) Go with Michelle. Uh, okay. So well, anyway, that's, that's me. That's, that's me this cool. week. So, Kimmy was hot. Speaking of people who can't be defined or labeled, my my crush of the week is a multi hyphenate mm-hmm. singer, rapper, mm. actress. I believe she is an artist with a capital A in the fullest sense of the word. I'm talking about Janelle Monet. Oh. oh, I love her so. I love her so She's much. She's really just in the past week. I've seen a lot of things about old Janelle. That Tell would me be, more. That would be probably in the past week. Uh, she released uh, two new songs for her upcoming album. Her new record will be called uh, what is it? Dirty Computer. <laughs> love it. So she released two songs this week called Django Jane and Make Me Feel. Make Me Feel is sort of like the sexy dance banger this is the first this is kind of one of the first times in Janelle Monae's entire career where she's been really like explicitly sexy yeah I was gonna say like she's kind of always been like hey I'm accessible don't be scared parents yeah I mean there's a lot going on with the scariest thing was her pompadour exactly it's like she's wearing suits how dare she you know it's like (laughs) oh my god what a what a what a rebel yeah but uh do do you want to hear a super fun fact about the song make me feel have you heard the song I haven't guess who plays on the song Bruno Mars? Uh, no, better than Bruno Mars. Better than Bruno Mars. Better than Ezra. Prince. <gasps> Prince did the synth no line. No fucking Prince way. Collibora- Prince collaborated with Janelle Monet on definitely that song and another song. Which record was it? I think it was Electric Lady. Holy he, shit. He, she, I didn't know that. She, yeah, he was like her so was, mentor in a way. total he was fucking her sense. Yeah, like, she, she would be a protege of Princess. She grew up in Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, she is a child of working class people. Like her dad was a trucker and her mom was like a janitor and house cleaner. And she later as a young adult, I think she, I'm not sure where she went to school, but I think she moved pretty much straight to Atlanta She's after so that. Gorgeous. And she got involved in all the cool Atlanta people as beautiful a woman as I think I've ever seen in my entire life I mean I I identify as almost a hundred percent straight but like the the part (laughs) good to know audience the part that's not is like a big part of that is like people like Janelle Monae Mm -hmm. because I just find her so like engaging and engrossing and I've She's beautiful. She, she's physically beautiful and she quote unquote she's a badass gets it in a way that it I want more artists she to gets, get it. She gets me. She gets, here's the thing. She's like, oh, she's so fucking cool. And she's in, uh, oh my God. I, oh my God. Okay. She, I, I'm just stuttering. I'm just stuttering. I'm in awe. <laughs> and I'm laughing at myself. When if I, you like folk music, you'll like Janelle uh, Monet. If you like fucking Afrofuturism, you'll like Janelle Monet. Like if yeah. you like R&B, if you like pop music, if you like jazz, if you like hip hop. If you like if to you be like happy. Rock, if you like of Montreal. If you like yeah. Erica Badu. If, if you, you like... like Feminism. I listened to her sing a track on like a Sergio Mendez song from like 2013. Recent. I mean, she's. You want Bossa Nova? Janelle's got you. Like she's she there. can do it all. She she's can do it. it all. She is now. You said you saw Moonlight, right? 
I haven't. I thought you said you did no, see Moonlight. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any movies. I didn't see Moonlight. She's in Moonlight. That was like her first She's acting in role. Figures also didn't I did. See it. I did see Hidden Figures. I did I see her in any movie in the past like four years. I, that's fine because movies are bad. Right. You were fine Going to not watch to, movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I can just list some of her favorite songs, my favorite songs of hers. <laughs> what are her favorite my, songs? My, her favorite songs are probably Kiss by Prince. No, I mean, I could, I, you know, I mean, on, she wears, that she, wears, she, wears one. she wears her influences on her sleeve, which I always appreciate because mm-hmm. I love it when artists are fan themselves. It's on the nose and I, you know, she I like it the nose. She speaks up about, she's like, you Ooh. need to listen, you need to listen to uh, Django Jane, her new song. It's Look really super fucking feminist and it's like, and it's she's cutest. gorgeous. She looks like, She's in like a pleather. It's it's it's, it's like sequined. Black. Is it sequined? It's a sequined cat suit. She falls into two realms of people that I care a lot about, and that is short women. She's mm-hmm. only five feet tall, and she also. I was born in 1984, and I only really care about people born around <laughs> the same time as me, like the 83, 84, 85 so sort of. I feel anyone who we were like all in it together. It's like you were all people who were like the same age as me when all of the travesties happened. We were like susceptible. What is it? It's it's like the other day someone called them zennials, and I was like, "Fuck off!" Which is such a 1985 baby thing to say. That's not a thing. No, that's not a thing. Someone else. There was a really great article a while back called like the Oregon Trail Generation. I was like, I can get on board with that. That's fine. That's fine. You know, they had like. You think she had a Motorola razor? I hope she had a Motorola like, razor. Yeah, she did. But she had a Blackberry. So listen, if you guys want to know more about like good shit, just generally listen to Janelle so Monet. She's gorgeous. She's so pretty. I saw Google her. She. I saw her at Cannery Ballroom years Ugh. and years ago. She opened for. We live Montreal. in Nashville. We live in Nashville, so you can just see. I saw that Katy room. Perry in that room before she was famous. You see a lot of pre-fame. Yeah. Well, here's uh, you know what? I'm glad I said Katy Perry because here's another thing about Janelle Monae. She is literally she's like a CoverGirl spokeswoman. Mm-hmm. She she does films. Right. She but at the same time it's like she she's she she's, should be the most famous person in the world. She's explicitly feminist. She is explicitly like a black feminist God, too, and she speaks to like working class. There she is, right there. I mean, Ugh. oh God. If you're a pop star and you have a microphone and you have a voice and you have a platform, you need to be fucking speaking truth power. I don't like I don't no. like pop stars that only care about like I I'm with FedEx. I'm this I'm here's my FedEx. Here's my FedEx thing. You should buy my record at Target. I it's wouldn't like want anyone to be offended by my thoughts. You're wasting everyone's time. You're wasting everyone's time. And you know what? Can I be I, you know what? I'm mad again. I get really mad for no reason Guys, all the she's time. She's fuming. <laughs> Taylor Swift is wasting her life. Taylor Swift is wasting She's her wasting life. If you life. have, if you have this, if you have a platform where you can be, be like fucking Janelle Monet. Be Janelle Monet. That is yeah. all I ask of everyone is to try and follow her example. And there's lots of there's lots of things. It's like, is she gay? Is she bisexual? Who cares? Who cares? I mean, I mean, I care a little. I care but- a lot. Because- <laughs> I care a lot because the whole thing is that she might be with Tessa Thompson. Okay, you need to watch the video for oh, Make Me Feel. I know, but like, look at this. There's a pic- there's many pictures I'm gonna, of them. After not... we're done recording, I'm going to make you watch the video. Okay. It, it has prints in it, and she... Uh, and there's another... Here's some more stuff if I want to say about Janelle Monae. She's goofy, and she's fun, and there's a weirdness to her she's persona. Odd. She's very emotive with her face. She kind of is like... It, she, she's not afraid to like 
make her eyes real big and just like yeah. be have fun with she's it. She's not I trying to be beautiful. So she just is beautiful. She, she spoke exactly. at the women's march, which I thought was yes, great. Yes, I saw her. Yes, yep. I know. I, uh, I saw her too. I was also at the women's march. We go to the women's march. We smoke PCP and go to marches. <laughs> Disgusting. Janelle Monae, not disgusting. Janelle Monae is a much cool. better person than either of us yeah, put no, together. Yeah, no, we're sh- shit stained. No, she's <laughs> like, not, we're fine. She, like I said, capital A <laughs> artist. Uh, I think her record comes out in April. She's collaborated with Grimes. Did you hear uh, her song with Grimes? No. no. I've never done Have you heard her song with Miguel? Yo, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, no, okay. I've heard the... <laughs> I like how I haven't experienced anything she's done in two years. And then I was like, of course I've heard this fucking song with Miguel. Miguel. Like, Miguel. Of course. Miguel is beautiful. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I love Miguel. Um, she's also, she has a whole sort of like sci-fi alter ego. Uh, her, her records are concept albums. Just all it. of them. And the... You know, it's just like, what if I'm a robot from the future who is here to bring love to everyone? And just, I'm going to cry if I think about it too much. Can I break up that and talk about how my favorite thing about Grimes? So the other day I was, I just thought about Grimes randomly, as you do. And I was like, you know, I'm going to build a conceptual playlist featuring all the girls from like 2007 that put out songs like Grimes. Like... Is it good? It's great. Yeah. I mean, it's a great playlist because I'm very good at it. Um, but so I did that. And then I was like, so I was clicking around and I got to the Spotify bio page. And I like to like, in my leisure time, I'm like, I like to read all their bios. I like to read about stuff I already know about. Of course. And see like how somebody else wrote about it and to see if I'm wrong or like. Or how badly or they how fucked badly it up. how badly they fucked That's it up. That's what I do. And in Grimes' Spotify bio, she, she wrote it. And it's great. You should that read makes it. sense. It's really that cute. That makes sense. She's like, hey, everybody. I like that. I don't, I'm not a huge Grimes fan. I don't love her, but that's not my genre. So I mean, it's whatever. It's, it is that's what cool. it is. Here is my genre. Everything Janelle Monae has ever fucking done. <laughs> her alter ego is a robot named Cindy Mayweather. It's great. From like the year 2070. Is she 2700? Whatever. Whatever. I wrote all of my favorite songs down. <laughs> Just list them all. Here, I'm going to list some of my favorite everybody. songs. Queen with Erica Badu. Electric Lady with Solange. Mm, uh, Solange. Faster. Cold War. Tightrope. Uh, oh, Tightrope's great. Prime, oh, Tightrope. I love Tightrope. Tightrope was the song that turned me on to her. I did not I did not jump on the Janelle bandwagon until 2010 with mm. the release of her uh, major label debut, The Arc Android. Mm. And yeah, Big Boy of Outcast <laughs> has a verse on Tightrope, and that's... the a whole like Atlanta mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I did a little bit of. Re- I mean, basically I everyone figured out who done. she was <laughs> immediately. I love what you've done today. I love her so much. I love her so much. It's I. I want to hug her. She's hot. She she's beautiful. Here's the deal. I feel like today's podcast is really it's really been about us, and that's fine. You know what? You know who's hot? Us. Us. <laughs> Let me pull up my. my I mean, spanks. I'm at least as hot as Camu. <laughs> I'm not as hot as Jomone. I'm as hot as Shamu. That's why I hate. Hey, Jamie, myself. what'd you what'd you just pick up? I picked. Oh, that's a bag. That's is that the bag of hotties? It's a bag filled with hotties. So last last week we 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 did a really fun show. 
with with all of all of our friends at the Mercy Lounge here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's attached to the Cannery Ballroom where she saw Katy Perry and Janelle Monday. Yes, uh, and uh, and all of our friends and fans came and put names in the bag of hotties, and we're going to pull them out, and we're going to see what's great about them. I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> I don't even. I have not seen either of those things. Oh my God, Daniel Kaluuya. Or I don't know if I was saying his. He's so cute. I haven't seen Get Out, and I haven't seen what was the other thing. We're just gonna since you haven't seen it. I'm going to definitely get out watch fucking, Get Out. I'm going to Get Out is yeah. one of the only Oscar movies that I've seen, and the Oscars I've, are like they're like yesterday. The Oscars are yesterday. <laughs> that wow, what a crazy telecast! Oh my god, oh my god all that Oscars. Can you, what about the controversy? Can you believe that the women talked about them? The controversies and the fashions, my god, and the winners. Uh, you know? Her dress. <laughs> what her, about what? What about what he said? Her bangs. (laughs) She did bangs. Iconic. Iconic. Wow. So sorry. I don't have anything to say about... I Um, will watch Get Out. Is that the main actor in it? Yeah. So he's the main actor in Get Out. He's hot. He's also in one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror, which is, I think, like the second... (laughs) I got too scared of Black Mirror. So me too. So he... It's like the second or third episode of the first season. By the time I got... There's one... Like, by the time I got to, like, the sixth episode, I just stopped watching it. And then I picked this new season back up um and i watched the one that won all the emmys um san junipero okay phenomenal i think very good uh the janelle monet video make me feel has san junipero vibes vibes. yeah Yeah. so i watched that one anyway uh daniel is the main character in one of my favorite episodes of black mirror he's excellent in it um he's basically trapped in like a dystopian futuristic hellscape in black mirror i know weird right it's 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 the one with the dystopian hellscape um and he's in it and he's wearing warm-ups and he's just a cutie cute cute cuteness he's a he's a very good actor i will say too and get out one of the things that i love 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 is a british actor that can do just like a flawless american accent and he like fucking nails it that's so many british actors are so much better than that no 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 there's so many british actors that are just they're like Hello, everyone. Oh, I'm yeah. American. You know who's really bad at that is uh, Aiden. What's his face from Game of Thrones? Aiden. Oh, man. Oh, uh, man. Fucking Ooh. The Wire. What's his I name? Corkhetti and The uh, Wire. Man, fucking Littlefinger. Do you know how much? Do you know that how I got into erotic fan fiction <laughs> is because I, I was reading some Littlefinger Sansa fix. I was like, this will never happen. It shouldn't happen. But I'd like to read about it happening. And it existed in the Because I world. find him so attractive. He's he was, extremely hot. He was in the original Queer as Folk, too. And that yes, was like I've my first, that. like, I'm watching a bad show. Well, I see he's I'm Irish. Watching. And you so rarely mm. hear him be Irish. That I know. Is the th- at least I don't. He's not good at being American, though. You're right. And Ewan McGregor's terrible. He's like, hello, everyone. I, th- this is American <laughs> vowel sounds. <laughs> I must pick my son up from school. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, but oh, wait. this guy's great. Um, here's I already pulled another name out. It's a really, really good one. It's Lucy Liu. <laughs> and my girl Drew. Cameron D. And <laughs> Charlie's Angels. Come on. Um, yeah, Lucy, Lucy Liu is great. Lucy Liu is hot. I like... What ha- where is Lucy Liu? Where's she been? Uh, she's... is. The, mm. the other Sherlock show. Elementary. Elementary. Uh, with, uh, with a Johnny Angelina Jolie's first Johnny, husband. J-O-N-N-Y Lee Miller. Who I had the biggest, biggest crush on. I think after. Lucy Liu is beautiful. I, she's, I, she's fucking I, gorgeous. You know, I like you know, to fantasize about my life, like what future if I life. I like her? I, like, what if I was friends? I've honestly been, like, driving in my car, like, on my way to work and thought, it's like, what, what if yeah. I knew Lucy Liu when we were friends? I feel like, I feel like we'd get along. 
I just, I just feel pulled like up a would. picture and I forgot about her little freckles. She's all freckle facey. Yeah, she's she's, she's great. How she's in her forties now? She's immortal. She's five three, small woman. That's my people. These are my, I'm five three. Lucy is five three. I don't see why we couldn't be friends. God, what a cutie! Look she's at her. She's gorgeous. So pretty. I think a lot about her, uh, her 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 scene in Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. It's the I mean you don't mm-hmm. here's the thing you don't need to watch any of those movies but I also I think that just the Lucy Lou scenes are the, yeah. I, the Lucy Lou scenes are the best part. I will say too. So Lucy Lou being an actress who kind of probably got relegated to what could have been very stereotypical like I'm Asian and I do martial arts roles like Charlie's Angels, Kill Bill. Lucy Lou got the privileged luxury worked her ass off is a badass, like, got to at least be this American actress that, like, kind of turned that on its head in, like, almost all those roles. Like, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I just got a little too deep with it, but I always thought that Lucy Liu did, has done an amazing job of not ever, like, allowing the role she's in to sort of slide into this, like, I don't know, stereotype oh. that that is really refreshing. Yeah, I'm I think just, she's great. She was amazing in Ally McBeal. That's, I do, I just screamed. She was fucking amazing in that. I watched Allie McBeal when it was on, which means I watched it in ninth grade. And we were like really young. Oh, yeah. I did the same thing with ER. I was watching ER in like elementary school and I was like, wow, man, I can't believe that. John Leguizamo had some ER credits when I was researching him before today. I want to pull another name out. Yeah, let's do another one. Uh. Hmm. Oh my god! I can't believe I pulled this out. Okay, so in John Stamos' portrayal of a reproductive abuser on Law and Order SVU. <laughs> Who the fuck put that? <laughs> um, okay, so I. What does that even mean? What uh, do you watch Law and Order SVU? I clearly had not seen that one. Okay, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> From what I specifically remember of the episode, like a reproductive abuser is like when you like force people to have children. Uh-huh. But the like John Stamos is hot generally. Every guest star on SVU is hot because you get to be a uh, scene to your camp king or queen. Right. It's gotta be the best thing in the world. But Yeah, no, I, I would... don't wanna even talk about like the shit I've seen on SVU. It's like <laughs> it's <laughs> We I just had a thought and we'll talk about it offline. Are we online? We're not online. This is recorded. <laughs> We're not in any of us very yeah, analog. Um, we have a friend that loves SVU that should be a guest on yes, the show. We're I, making eye contact and she knows who she is. I thought that it was I thought that this was hers because I saw Michael putting these in and uh-huh. we talked about them and I was like, Did did, did my friend do this? And he said, No, it, this is a stranger. But Which is great. Uh if, we love strangers so as well. I want we to say strangers. that he's super hot. I don't remember that episode as well as <laughs> I remember the John. Fuck. And also, I love Michael because he punctuated Stamos's properly, which is great. John Stamos's portrayal of a reproductive abuser on Law and Order SVU. Yeah, um, yeah, that's great. I, I mean, I, I can't really talk about anything <sighs> other than just. John I'm forgetting Stamos is very attractive. Name. His Who is the guy? Great. Who is the guy from Scream? I cannot remember oh, anyone. No. I don't know. The the not Jamie. <laughs> God damn it. I cannot remember if anyone's Skeet, I don't want to know. Who fuck? What is the, what is like the Sunset Boulevard of SVU where it is Norma Desmond? Hang on. Oh my god. I've 
Hey, vamp. Vamp for a minute while Uh, I Google this. So John Stamos has a weird belly button. (laughs) Um, It looks like someone put maybe like a small turnip in a bag of pantyhose and taped it to his belly. And (laughs) this is me vamping. Um, Also... Let's you know. Let's talk about John Stamos married to Rebecca Romaine. Remember oh, when yeah. she was a deal? Remember when she was the original um, Mystique? We're talking about X Men two weeks. I in can't a row. find it. Um, I, don't I know. keep googling the wrong shit and getting the wrong people. We're uh, a little worried that Ashley's having an episode. I keep Carol Burnett. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? There's Where a Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett is the name I could not remember and that she's I was in struggling. SVU? Carol Burnett is in my favorite SVU episode where she <laughs> she plays this like Norma Desmond type figure. Oh man! There is even the se- oh my god. There's even a scene where she's watching old movies of herself. God, I can't wait to watch and, this. And uh, it's so good. She murders all of her husband. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, Did you ever watch? Have we talked about Nip Tuck? No. Oh my God, Ryan Murphy! You got so mad at him last week. You thought he was. I thought. I thought Ryan Murphy thought he show. could just jump into the world of fat. Matthew fucking Lillard. That's who I was thinking of. Carol Burnett and Matthew Lillard are in this episode of SVU. <laughs> Matthew Lillard is her quote unquote nephew, who she's fucking, and she's getting him to like murder all of her husbands. It's the best episode of television I have ever seen. Please, please send. I almost said MP3. Please send MP4 <laughs> of this episode to me. I wish I could remember anyone's name. Do you want more? All pull, right, let's, let's do one, one more. more out of the bag and then we'll wrap it up because I gotta go home and watch TV <laughs> I don't know I want to do, do, do a funny one I want to do a funny one that one throw that one away I'm not qualified yeah we're gonna sound like real big morons because we sound much this is Nikki smart. Cox <gasps> from wasn't she on Unhappily Ever After <laughs> yes. of course I know who Nikki Cox she's married Cox. to Jay Moore still yeah good I think. I know um, I liked Unhappily. Like, I loved Unhappily it was like Ever the, After. It was the Archer Farms married with children. <laughs> <laughs> it had Bobcat Goldthwait as, this yeah. an, as like the as living the rabbit. It had what's-his-name who later ended up on Entourage that's then the Pussy Posse with Leonardo DiCaprio. Eric. <laughs> Just Eric. Eric. Eric Stone Street. Eric, no. <laughs> I know it's not um, Eric Stone Street. It had the red-haired guy from um, Entourage. I don't know. Um, it had that that dad. Okay, wasn't the premise of the and show? Mom. It's like the mom was a bitch, and then they killed her. Or yeah, something? and they killed her, and then they all lived in the basement. And Nikki Cox was Nikki Cox was the Kelly. Of, yeah, she was the Kelly. She was. They they let her be. They actually let her be. I think more dynamic than Kelly because I think they quickly realized that the only reason they had a show was because she was like really pretty and actually a good actress. I don't remember her character as being ditzy the way that no, Kelly Bundy was. No. I remember her just yeah. Her character like I remember. Be- it being very front and center, and then it was very much the dynamic between her and the brother, whose name is escaping me. It, I, it does matter. not matter. It doesn't matter. I will say, you know, <gasps> oh, her. <laughs> she's she's had a bit of work done, and I feel like she's gotten some ugly, trolly comments online about hey, it. Welcome to being a woman welcome in the to world. Being fucking you know? alive. I like Nikki Cox. I, I like her too. She. I don't know if she lives in Nashville. <laughs> no way she, she does, does not have. Any acting credits post two thousand nine? Honestly, good for her. She's fucking. You know what sounds living off that you know what more sounds money. Like you know what sounds better than being go. probably Nikki Cox in Hollywood is any other thing, right? Than exactly. Anything else? And you know what? She's doing fine. <gasps> Whoa! Excuse me. Hang on. On source, I'm reading her Wikipedia. Cox was engaged in nineteen ninety seven to Bobcat Goldplate. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were engaged. They were engaged. I remember that. Why didn't I know this? Bobcat Goldthwait is great. I People love him. People don't talk about they him don't. enough. He's great. He's very funny. Um, his He made a documentary that I 
learned about yesterday because the star of that documentary passed away and like I was reading about it on Twitter at four o'clock in the morning when I don't sleep and now I'm gonna go home and watch this documentary <laughs> produced by Bobcat Goldthwait and this Bobcat is all very Goldthwait. true from Camus to Bobcat but, yeah and Nikki Goldthwait. Cox um yeah let's wrap it up yeah this is that bag was uh, this bag was rough today <laughs> hey fine. thanks for listening yep this has been Hot Minute Thank you to Tower Defense for our theme song. Again, if you have a theme song you want to write for us, go to hotminute.com slash contact. Also, you can follow us at Hot Minute, H-O-T-T Minute. Um, follow us on Facebook. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll just have a grand old time together online. Yay, thanks, friends. Bye. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs>